2: audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year fall, fall guy fall guy that's what the poster said see ryan gosling and emily blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy
0: trying to make out because no. i don't either it's not what i'm into right now what are you into talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> the fall guy only in theaters may 3rd read it pg 13 can you do me a couple of ones in a chance beer?
2: fact machine takes one time. yeah yeah
0: Hey, whoa, 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 don't want to do that. No point doing that. Give him the tenner back, right? You give him the fiver and the fifty, right? Give him that back. So you take that and you just give him the free ones, right? Give him the free ones, that's it. Now you give him thirty, right? You give him the ten Bob back and you owe him, if I'm right, twenty two (laughs) pence. That's wrong, isn't it?
2: Back by popular demand, Simon Day and Friends Lockdown Show Two. Saturday, July the fourth, eight thirty PM. Go to biletto.co.uk. Search Simon Day and Friends. Tickets only five pounds. Show will be shown on Facebook.
1: A Scottish football podcast that isn't obsessed with just two teams. Niche nonsense or surprisingly brilliant? You decide. The Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. The cult Scottish football podcast now adapted into a hit TV show. Search the Terrace
2: Scottish Football Podcast on your chosen podcast player now. Hello and welcome to Stop well this week saw project restart for 19 out of 20 teams in the Premier League one team refused to restart and that's West Ham United who decided to keep in lockdown despite the fact that they were currently playing a game of football against Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, an extraordinary game uh, which we will dissect during the course of this next podcast um Issues arising. Uh, Felipe Anderson is to West Ham United what Marco Bogers was to West Ham United. <laughs> we will not only fail to win another game before the end of the season, we won't even score a goal. So predicts Jim Grant. I think <laughs> it's pessimistic. Let's talk about that after this. Stop hammer time. Joining me this week on Stop Hammer Time are the original uh, performers of this podcast but all the way back in December 2007. When we were managed by Alan Kerbishley and we're in the middle of a season in which we comfortably finished in 10th place. The uh, fresh-faced, youthful trio that took part in that podcast were myself and also Jim Grant. Hello, Jim. Good evening. All right. and, it's, and it's Pete Ward. How are you? Oh, very good, thank you. Good evening, everybody. Nice to hear your voice. Um, yes. Now, uh, did we all watch it? I watched it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Saw
2: bits of it. It's funny without the crowd noise. There's a huge amount of swearing. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah uh, that's love. all coming from me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was a, a huge amount. There was a lot of um, oh ref, that's bollocks to bad decisions and uh, yeah. uh, a lot of oh fucking hell. How
0: did you, did really you turn uh, the you uh, sound it? off? crowd sound off on sky i couldn't it,
1: it goes out on two channels on sky yeah one is with the sort of computer game type piped right although it was sort of vaguely west ham songs and things yeah. And then um, the other was, uh, it, it, yeah. There's another chat. Ch- I can't remember which way round
2: it is. Main event, I think, has. Oh, okay. The, yeah. Uh, I just accidentally, noise. I just accidentally clicked on the one that didn't have any cloud, crowd noise on it. I um,
1: found myself flipping between the two and disliking both. Yeah.
0: So yes.
1: it's, it's a really weird sort of thing. I go, I go to the no crowd noise and go, oh, I don't really like this without crowd noise. And then I get the crowd noise and the, well, the crowd noise seems so, just you know, like. Bad canned laughter, in a way, isn't it? Yeah.
2: So. Well, I mean, that could conceivably have been the fault of uh, not really the noise, but the
0: game. Yeah. Oh, the yeah.
1: game. Maybe that's the game wretched, that game was
0: wretched, wasn't it? Terrible. Really poor. Absolutely. Lot, most of the uh, games have been pretty shit, haven't they?
1: Yeah. And apparently, um, we were talking about this the other week. Apparently, so far, only one home win. Someone was telling me, and I, yeah. I haven't bothered to check the uh, results to, to, to verify that. Newcastle. Yeah, the Newcastle
0: game. I think they're the only team to have won at home so far. It's the same in the Bundesliga. Yes. There's no home advantage. In fact, the commentator on Saturday was saying, this might suit West Ham because the crowd are not going to get on their back. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah. Um,
2: it was, I, I have to say, you know, normally uh, we do one of these after a game. And, uh, you know, the, it, even if we lost, we're sort of, we're, you know, we, we still do our stupid podcast and make jokes and muck about and we're pretty sort of sanguine about it. But I, uh, at the end of that game, I felt that there were literally no positives. Uh, and, I, and I thought it was absolutely, as we all said, wretched. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, pr- sort of profoundly worrying <laughs> Oh, very
1: worrying. Really. I mean, we might be lucky in that Bournemouth looked terrible. Yeah. Um, Norwich, one suspects, are dead and buried. Um, although we've still got to go there, um, uh, you know. And, and Villa. Uh, I don't know. It's difficult to know. And Villa. I'm sorry. And Villa looked. Look, look, yeah. Um, although they they managed to go up ahead against Chelsea, but um, you just got to hope that um, those three kind of kind of. Just stay crap, really, um, yeah. yeah
0: my take out of the weekend was we if we stay out be because of the f- failings of the other teams, yes, not no, because that- we've got the wherewithal to get out of it.
2: Well, I suppose first thing to talk about is is uh, the team lineup. Uh, you know, in a sense, you you talk about these three months off as an opportunity to, for every football team to regroup, to get players fit, and to start with a kind of full squad. Um, we begin and we have two injuries. We have an injury in defence uh, and an injury up front, um, and it seems to completely destroy the team. <laughs> Uh, despite yeah. the fact that we should have a fit squad. And that, you know, a kind of professional outfit in the Premier League should be able to cope with two injuries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we had to convert a midfielder to be a centre-back, despite the fact we've got a spare centre-back. We have loaned another centre-back to... Where's Reed play now? America?
0: He's, he's self-isolating in Denver or somewhere. Is, yeah. Is um, he ain't coming back. No.
2: Uh, but 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 you know, uh, so so so, and, and I felt that we we um, so we moved a midfielder into central defence, and I felt that the team uh, lineup I, I actually literally couldn't see really what it was. It looked like uh, one four, you know, well goalkeeper yeah. like four six. I couldn't <laughs> see where anyone was standing in midfield or attack. It was like. I guess what it was was four five one with Antonio as the target man, but, but he didn't. Not, see it. I
0: don't think it was. You know, I think he was pushing Anderson up to play up front with Antonio. No,
1: I think that's what he was nominally doing, but it was impossible to work out where yeah. Anderson yeah. was playing or what he thought. I mean, one of the worst performances in West Ham I've seen in quite a long while. I thought extraordinary. And he was. He was. He looked completely uninterested. He barely broke into a run at any point. Every time he got the ball, he sort of dithered on it and then yes. yeah. you know, kind of ridiculously passed it, you know, to a Wolves player or tried yeah. to pass it through a Wolves player. Um, it just, you know, he looked... He has this permanent, slightly baffled look on his face now, doesn't he? It's like yeah. kind of as if he really doesn't... He's never really played football for? He's like... I. I you know, He's completely lost, isn't he? Um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Completely lost. Well, it, I mean, there was a game under Pellegrini where uh, the microphones just happened to catch Pellegrini sort of go Felipe! and sort of out. and you heard that on Saturday. Moyes had to keep shouting at him to just sort of reboot him. It yeah. was like sort of, it was like he sort of kept, you know, going to sleep, and you had to refresh the page every by shouting at him it was like i mean you know to be honest he he based on that i i i i feel like he shouldn't actually pull the shirt on again it's like it, well i see a temptation when you pay 45 million pounds for a player and you've seen him play well and he probably does play well in training games that he'll turn it around and he'll suddenly switch on you know um but the more the evidence goes against that, you sort of think you should just cut your losses and and forget that he's there, you know. Oh, bench, yeah. I mean. Just play different footballers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more about that. I think you know. I, I don't. And you know, he just he needs to be dropped. And uh, but it is difficult. with suddenly now that you've got an injury to Allaire, um you know, it's not Anto- Antonio's not a centre forward. I mean, he's no, no. more a centre forward than he is a right back, which is what kind of billich tried to turn him into. No, you know, no. he's a kind of rogue winger, isn't he? Like a rogue yeah. kind of wide attacker. You know, he, he's um he did a it's few decent things he tries, but you know.
2: Yeah. Um he, he's he's yeah, there there are things missing from his makeup that um Yeah. You know, um, is uh, it not going to suddenly
0: appear. A few other players, a few other midfielders had really poor games. I thought Bowen was really off the mark, and um, Fournals. I mean, that oh, Fournals, opportunity yeah. to miss that, go- I mean, that was unforgivable. That uh, one on one where he just blasted over the bar would yeah. have been ruled out by he
1: was offside, wasn't he? I mean, that would have been was ruled it? out, I think that goal, but um, even I so, I think yeah, he was, it was terrible. offside. Oh, I thought he was, but.
2: Um, I thought Bowen um, was was quite good in the first half, Uh, but I thought he faded. He sort of disappeared in the second half, I thought. Uh. Um, He was having to trap... I mean, Ngakia was wretched, and
1: uh, he was just, like, missing in action. They they just kept, in the first half, um, hitting a long diagonal ball into that left... So, you know, into that left corner and there was, they were always doubled up, you know? And so um, uh, we, we just, they just got in down that left-hand side every single time.
2: Yeah. The commentators were set, you know, speculated that they were targeting Ngakia because of his inexperience and were sort of deliberately attacking down the kind of uh, uh, the le- their left flank. It was Johnny and, uh, I think Giotta maybe were yeah, probably, yeah. Um, sort of down that left side. So yeah, certainly um Bowen and Ngakia kind of had their work cut out a bit down that flank all night. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um Absolutely.
1: and that meant that Bowen as in a sort of an a, as a an attacking force was kind of
2: yeah.
1: uh you know undermined really.
2: Well, that was the thing, wasn't it? I mean, we were and this has happened a lot under both Bilic and Pellegrini. We were just on the back foot from the yeah. From the moment the game started, all we could do was react to what they did. We didn't. We, I mean, I you mean, know. yeah, they didn't play well.
1: I mean, it, it was no. an awful game until Triori came on. It was heading towards nil-nil, and mm. but he he changed the game. I mean, he's he's got pace, energy, directness, crosses a yeah. ball well. You know yeah. we didn't I mean they it's what they they'd be training and gearing up, but yet again, they just simply can't cross a ball they, well a lot of it is hit and hope isn't it or
2: yes, or it was why interesting
1: over you
2: know, yes, it was interesting that you know in a way the shine came off Ungakia a little bit because despite yes. the fact that you know when he when he first played for us and we were sort of bewitched by his basic competence um <laughs> You know, it it, uh, it seemed like he was approaching the real deal. But I thought, even though he was willing to get forward, uh, you know, quite a lot in that game on Saturday, his crossing was awful.
0: Yeah, awful. terrible.
2: He had that moment in the second half where he cut inside and dinked a beautiful little ball to Noble, um, which led to something I can't remember. Uh, but that was sort of it, really. Yeah. Uh, Similarly, uh, Antonio had a poor game, but he had that run at the end, run and shot that you kind yeah. of went, well, yeah, that's great. Could you have done that in the rest yeah. of the game? Because that's sort well, of how- that's your SP. That's your. That is your kind of shtick. So know, to do it like, once like, near, near the end yeah. of the game is a little weak, you know.
1: I think he came out with some degree of credit because he because he was trying and. Yeah. Uh, um, You know, similarly, I thought I thought Rice and Diop, you know, try, you know, they were okay until until you know um, they were caught out. I don't think I don't think we they they scored two very good goals. I'm not sure we could really stop. You could argue Cresswell should have got nearer to um, what's his, you know, the guy who scored the second. But
0: oh, I don't know. I think uh, Diop totally missed the cross for the header. First goal, Jimenez's goal and then Fredericks was nowhere as that ball dropped over his head for the volley. I think yeah. the defending was bad. Yeah. They were just caught out. They're not tight enough at those situations. Maybe.
2: Maybe. That was a good ball. I mean, that went over Fredericks' head. I mean, I think Fredericks sort of nominally stood in the right place. It was just a good height, you know. Mm. Um, he, I, I thought Diop looked nervy. I thought he looked um, sort of flustered. That quite early on, there was a um, a ball to one of those guys on the same flank, their left, our right, um, that he sort of... I mean, and this happened all the time. You know, Diop sort of got a defensive header to it, but their player won the second ball. Uh, yeah. and We were in trouble. It didn't lead to a goal, but it was, um, it was uh, difficult. You know, we just... If we won the ball, we then didn't win the second ball. So, you know...
1: And you, you have to work, you have to, you have to work, you have to, you know, earn the right to, to, to play football. I mean, we, we, we were, um, you know, like so often we, in recent years, we stood off them when they had the ball and didn't really kind of press them and put them under under pressure. And then when we had the ball time and time again, it's, it's obviously difficult to see on the television, but time and again, it, it appeared that there was no decent movement in front of the ball. no. You know, over and over and over again a West Ham player on the ball dwelt on it no there was no movement and then went back you know we just kept you know it was noble the bad old noble days of kind of going around in circles and then passing yes. back deeper noble
2: know. had a noble had a bad game I thought um yeah yeah but, it,
1: you but know, you... the time there was no movement
2: yeah yeah, someone, someone possibly Noble, possibly Cresswell, at one point was doing that, holding their hands out, going, "Someone move." Yes,
1: with their yes. football.
2: Um, but I thought the, you know, the the we were really starting to make progress with a sort of willfully attacking lineup that found a way to have a front three of uh, Antonio, uh, Allaire and Bowen with the attack-minded um, uh, Fornells behind them, and. I was sort of thinking that with our, you know, whatever depth of squad we have, if if you have two injuries, you might still be able to kind of replicate that. Um, what he did was like reconfigure the defense by dismantling the midfield, by taking a midfielder out of that, um, putting it in there. But also... Um, you know, the absence of Alaire he dealt with by simply not replacing it, just going, I won't have one. I'll just have yeah. another midfielder. And you're kind of going, S- can't you try and keep that three-up-front formula but just play yes. a different guy? Play Yarmolenko, who is a yeah. striker.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and, 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 I mean, I just thought that, 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 you know, if you basically went, well, let's, let's Allaire can't play, let's play Yarmolenko instead of him. Um, uh, Bonner can't play, let's play Balbuena <laughs> instead of him. Yeah. You know, one, one thing, a lot of those good performances, uh, the Southampton and the two Noble losses, um, Suchek was injured. yeah. So he had Noble and Rice as your kind of holding midfielders, which meant that a third midfielder could be an, a, a sort of a more attacking one, which was, for nows behind a front three. Um, you know, with Suchek back, you have... A decision to make about which midfielders to play, and what he did was play, take one of them out and put him in defense, but keep the other yeah. two. Yeah, uh, so we had well, this slightly heavy midfield,
1: yeah, yeah. That was it was shapeless, wasn't it? I mean, they were all yeah. they, you know, um, I, I just I suppose in the end, you know, those injuries have been a, to key players in a sense, haven't they? I know Hannah's not had a great. Season, but as you say, he's he was he was central to that kind of the kind of way the team was setting up. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. ogbonna has been arguably our best player this best player. season, best yeah. defender. Um, and then to uh, everyone's sort of saying, well, you know, Mo- Moise is praising Rice's versatility, <sighs> and, and and yes, okay, great, he can he can slip in there, but that instantly makes us less competitive and mobile in midfield. Yeah. So, uh, it just felt um that, that you know, th- those those kind of crucial elements were suddenly suddenly kind of missing. And of course with no Snodgrass, It's the third injury yeah. actually, isn't there? Um and he's out for a while, Snodgrass. on his back. Is he?
0: It?
2: Really, is he? Yeah.
1: Oh. Um without Snodgrass, there's no quality delivery from set pieces. Oh
2: corners were poor, weren't they? Cor- you
1: know, really? yeah. the corners were awful. And we had this weird thing where we were just kind of gonna try Standing and round along
0: the goalkeeper just caught the ball all the time. Didn't they? Yeah, that's, that's definitely Kevin Nolan's influence. That isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: I used to do it. Now all of you go and stand in front of the yeah. keeper. Well,
1: but the delivery has to be good. And when he did it, they they did the old um, back back post corner to Tompkins, who would head it back into the danger zone, yeah. not yeah. hit it at the goalkeeper. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes, I thought it. I mean, I I, I thought. um Suchek didn't have a nightmare. I thought he was busy and was trying to get involved and, yeah. uh, you know, didn't hide, made himself available for everything, nearly got on the end of that Lanzini dinked ball over the top. Um, but, you know, you, you, we, we he has to look at what the midfield is, you know, because if it just goes, well, if Rice is fit, well, I'll just play all three of those guys. Um you're, you know, you're looking at a sort of slightly overstaffed midfield. And
0: yeah. His shot was
2: going in the top
1: corner as well, wasn't
2: it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he had a good game. I thought, you know, not a good game, but he was... He at least looked competent. And yeah. there were players that just weren't... Just didn't seem ready. You know, like Fournals looked
0: lost. Yeah. And that shot
2: was woeful. Woeful,
0: you know. Uh, but... Um... So Sucec, I think well, I personally think you can only really play Suchek or Noble in that current team. Otherwise, you don't have enough attacking flair. I think, yeah. I think it's, it's a bit of, you know, the two of them pretty similar players. are is much more attacking in a uh, uh, different in a different way. Um, but I think having the two of them in the team together, like with Rice as well in midfield, you're right. You end up with really compromised uh, attack. Yeah, um, it was
2: just uh, such great- a to dismantle something that seemed to be sort of working i i mean i guess if i mean i guess he just must not fancy balbuena but then that's no, just a, that's crazy, a problem. it's a crazy situation if you've given you know if, if, if ideally you'd like to have four center backs okay one of them is long-term injured and has now gone to the state so you've got three under midfielder that you know can do a job if you're stuck um to then go, I just don't fancy that third one, we've only really got two centre-backs, that's just not a premiership outfit. No.
0: Do, is no. is, is Hallows only may well be fit for tomorrow, though?
2: Um, the one they
1: think
0: is closest is Obonan, Right.
1: Um, and that would be uh, really quite significant, I think, because, A, it, it, would, it would mean... Um, as you've just been saying, you know, that um, Rice could move into midfield. Uh, we could afford to to um, to drop Noble and perhaps get Fornaus involved. Or, Lan- you know, Lanzini, I thought, was reasonably bright yeah. when he came on. Yeah. Know, I, thought uh,
2: I thought the subs so were both, actually. I, I yeah. thought, um, though he really didn't get many touches, I thought Yarmolenko didn't put a foot wrong no he's he's
1: worth a run you know and, and maybe we're going to have to have a look at him mm. and uh, and even Wilshire you know I mean yeah. um we, we just looked so off it and so kind of as if we is that like you know you you mentioned you know a couple of years ago when that, that game we went to at man United where it's as if they hadn't nobody had told them it was starting yet no, um, no. it felt like that didn't it
2: totally totally lackluster. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about about, uh, where we're going to go from here uh, after this message.
1: If you want an e-bike that doesn't look like it's made for the shopping precinct, something that's less Mr Bean and more Steve McQueen... Cooler dot bike, e-bikes
2: that are cool AF. Welcome back. um Yes, it was very poor, uh and uh, uh yes, I mean, I, I, I sort of think just to basically say, oh, Alaire's missing. I just won't have, I won't have anyone up there. I'll just. Have other guys who run around sort of in the midfield is just felt like, well, you know, if you, if you, I don't think it's the time to just not fancy Balbuena and not fancy Yarmolenko. We're in a real, you know, crisis. These two guys we've bought, clearly he's put them straight in and they'll sort of play a lot, you know, uh, Suchek and uh, Bowen. But uh, of the players we already have, um, I think you've just got to. You know, Yarmolenko is a Ukrainian international footballer. It just can't be. Oh, I've looked at him. I really, I just don't fancy him. I'd rather have nobody than Yarmolenko. Mm. Just
0: seems. Also, there's an opportunity to use five subs for all five substitutes to rotate and and save some in- save players from injury with using the f- five subs. You know. <laughs> it's-
2: it's funny, isn't it? Because I mean, five subs seems like a lot of substitutions. But if you only have have three opportunities to make substitutions, it's not actually the um, uh, the huge gift we thought it was. Because you still basically have three opportunities to change your team, yeah. not, fi- not five opportunities. You know, um,
1: a lot of teams in the Bundesliga are doing two at half time,
2: apparently. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and and that you know, because then you still got to substitute. Yeah he's left you have an injury or something um but just kind of fresh legs and fresh you know particularly if you're not you know if you're not doing particularly well I thought you know that was that was such a lacklustre first half performance um we were kind of sleepwalking to defeat as soon as they you know brought on and they we knew they had kind of pace um on the bench so I I don't understand why he didn't make a couple of those changes at half time. just kind of give everyone a G up. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, Anderson should not have come out for the second yeah, half yeah. No. after that display. He should have just been benched. You know, he should have been straight away out of it, you know, um, and, you know, and get, 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 you know, Lanzini or, or Yarmolenko on and say, right, have a right go at them. You know,
0: yeah,
1: it needed a Obviously, G up. It needed a shake up, you
0: know. His substitutions are a bit like Pellegrini's, aren't they? They're, they're too late Yes, they're reactive, um, and I mean they're, they're, they're prog- as progressive as Pellegrini's, but they're just too it's too slow to make the changes. We have to go behind or before anything yeah. happens. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> you're I'm right. you I
2: was that? interested in. I mean, I can see the argument that Angagi <laughs> good performances. So so to, you know, give him the nod to go again uh, seems sort of fair enough. But Fredericks put the better cross in, and we've seen that. And the funny thing is actually Moyes might not have seen that much because I think, you know, a lot of Moyes' latest tenure, um, he was injured. Fredericks was injured during those. So hence giving Ngakia his debut. And there were, I think, a couple of Moyes games, Sabaleta played right back. But I think... Um, Fredericks is more experienced, he's quick, and he puts in a good cross. So I understand yeah. And, and, and the, I wonder the whether he, even Gakia
1: doesn't want to play for the club. You know,
2: so. Well, there is that as well. But it's like, you know, those behind-the-scenes things, I never really know what's going on in that in that respect. But, but you know, I mean, I, I think um, certainly last season, away at Spurs, uh, I think part of, um, you know, one of the only bits of, of, of really obvious Pellegrini... Decisive uh, team selection that helped win the game was bringing Diop back into the team and bringing Fredericks back in at right back because they dealt with the pace of Son and Ali. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it looked a very deliberate, you know, Diop had had his slight kind of crisis and had been dropped from the team, but he brought him back for that game. And there were chases that Diop won in that game. And, uh, uh, and you know Spurs pretty similar side to last season they haven't really got anyone new um, so you're going we've to got, have that
0: we've got a few new players Bergwin uh, but they're
2: not yeah but there's I mean a lot of the, they're basically putting the same roughly the same kind of 11 out in a very similar formation aren't yes yeah, so yeah. so we you know they like to sort of they like to sort of attack at pace um, you know maybe it's a bit different under Mourinho but uh um, you know, I'd, I sort of, I'd like to see Frederick's play. Yeah, He's better He's better than Angakia, you
0: yeah, know. I'm sure he'll start tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, oh, you'd hope so, yeah, yeah.
2: And we've got to give the other team something to think about. I mean, we seem to be, um, well, you know, we basically, whether it was deliberate or not, seem to, you know, the classic... Um, uh, the proverbial showing them too much respect. I think we just we we just reacted to what Wolves did for the whole game. I mean,
0: they yeah. dictated
2: yeah. everything.
1: Yeah, um, I mean they are a good side. That's, that's yeah, you know, it'd be fair enough. I mean that you know, but they they didn't really, uh, you know, they 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 got into the final third a lot, but they didn't create many kind of golden opportunities. Did they in that first half, really for the first hour? You know, so. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to take. As you say, you've got to seize the initiative in a a game that seems to be going nowhere. You know, it's there for somebody to step up and and get a hold of. And the manager's got to do that in terms of kind of, you know, clearly it's not working, so change it. And individual players have got to kind of, you know, get stuck in and step up. You know, yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean. You know, I think Pellegrini sort of had had the idea that, you know, any 11 players I put out should be able to sort of do a job for me. He was a bit sort of egalitarian in that respect. And uh, I think Moyes is a bit different. Moyes actually doesn't trust certain of his players, so doesn't play them. But the ones he does trust, he wants to kind of do a job. And I I felt that, that, you know, whether there were shortcomings in his uh, team selection on Saturday it was as much to do with individuals just being shit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, if not more so. I mean, there were just players that, you know, Fornells and Anderson were just hopeless. And Gakia, perhaps that's just how good he is at the moment because he's very young. Yeah, It's like if you play someone in his fourth Premier League game, he might play like someone who's only played four Premier League games. And, and, you know... So that was a conscious decision on sort of Moise's part, and 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 Ngakia was not great. He was not great. He was a you know he was a bit, a bit poor. But maybe that's just how good he is at the moment. Yeah, Antonio sort of did put in a bit of a shift, as you say. Bowen didn't wasn't as good as he was, but I think they were busy down that flank. Right? Yes, they
1: were.
2: Yeah. No, uh, I think we're going to need Bowen to be you know at his best, and yeah, yeah, I think I- we will see that.
1: I think yeah we get if we can get as a team on the front foot a bit more he'll be he'll he'll be effective i mean we've seen you know those kind of runs across the line where he you know he he's he's a canny player i think
2: yeah
1: he he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll he'll do some decent things i'm sure before the end of the season
2: yeah um but i feel he's got to he's got to think very serious about playing Yarmolenko he's always... He's a Ukrainian international. He's good. I, I just don't know why he's kind of going. I'm, I'm yet to be convinced by him. Perhaps he isn't. Perhaps he was just going. I'm going to ease him in. You know.
1: Yeah, I suppose he's been out for a while, isn't he? Been out so. for a
2: long time. Yeah, hasn't kicked a football in anger for a long time. Yeah. But with injury, then the break. So, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: But I, but I'd like to see those changes for tomorrow.
0: I'm sure you'll see some. I, I, you, wouldn't, you couldn't. You couldn't start the game with the same lineup as Saturday. No. I'm, I'd, I'd imagine Lanzini and Yamalenko may well start. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I thought Lanzini looked right. I mean, that corner was awful. Then he had another bite of the cherry, and that was awful. And then it came back to him uh, from a lucky bounce off a defender. And then the third one was really good. <laughs> and, and you know, Suchek very nearly got on the end of that. Yeah. that was it. If yeah. you connected yeah. with that. That was going to be a goal. It was a good little cross. You know, yeah. Lanzini's a canny player. You know, he's a good player. And if we can get him anywhere back to you know how he was, yeah, that's yeah,
1: that's a that's a yeah, an important point. I mean, I, <clears throat> his, his form's fallen away, but you know, this might be a little bit of a you know a freshen up for him, and, and he might have. He it might, he might be a bit sharper, actually. You never
0: know. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, this is probably the longest break any of these footballers have had from training or playing. Because the pre season, the break they get in the summer is only about six weeks, five weeks before they uh-huh. back into pre season, sometimes shorter. So to have three months off, it's not surprising that a lot of teams and players are quite discombobulated. Yeah. Uh, and we, we were did we were building up quite a bit of momentum, especially after Southampton going. Yeah. Yeah three matches that we've got to play now at that time. And I think it may take some time for, t- for everybody to find their mojo. But also, similarly, there's some players who were completely off form and struggling, and Lanzini is sort of like one of those. And I'd say Yarmolenko, though he wasn't, f- wasn't fully fit then, was another one who was really struggling for form before he got injured. That break may be the boost that we need. There's like getting a new signing.
2: Yeah, I mean, actually, I thought, I thought that um, you know, in those first few games of the season, in which we were talking about, we were third. third or something, wasn't it? We had uh, Lanzini plays in those games, and uh, what I thought he did do, and what even a bad Lanzini does, is he sets a bit of a tempo. He is if he's if he's bad or not he doesn't hide and he's busy you know he does buzz around he keeps moving he's busy and helps to you know establish a tempo for the rest of the team even if none of his touches are working and his passes are all going astray which is sort of what an out of form Lanzini is like he he still sees a lot of the ball and still keeps moving and still keeps that tempo and I think you know, that's just infinitely preferable to whatever it is Felipe Anderson thinks he's doing at the moment because... Uh,
1: well, he's, he's beyond explanation to me. I don't... I don't it's, you know... I,
2: I, I thought he looked like he was hiding, you know. In a way, he, he used to hide on the wing... Uh, and sort of not get involved. So occasionally he was moved inside and got more on the ball when he was moved to the sort of middle of the pitch. But on Saturday, he was almost hiding in the middle of the park, just going, if the game runs around the outside of me and I sort of stay near the centre spot, I won't have to do anything. You know, it, it, was like, it was like 90 minutes of hiding, I thought. It was awful. I just don't know what's happening with him. No. Well, he just—he
0: certainly needs not to be in the team. I mean, that's—it's yeah. that's, a waste of a shirt. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, I mean, well, that, there's going to be a load of load of clubs who are suffering from the same sort of uh, situation as us. You know, it's going to be hard to get started. I mean, I think you're going to get some pretty strange results. I think you know, you know, teams like Leicester who are really flying high. Uh, you know, uh, um, Palace, and Newcastle both had great wins at the weekend.
1: I've
0: yeah. just realised there has been at least two home wins, hasn't there? Because Brighton beat Arsenal at home. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So I think and Arsenal have lost two games. So I think I think it's going to be it's going to be. I mean, I personally, I thought this was not the way to resolve the season. I thought you should just cancel it and have done with it. I thought this this is so artificial. What's happening? Uh, it was money. It's not an enjoyable It's, money. Enjoy it. it's, it's, money. it's all about money. Yeah, It's yeah. yeah. all about money. But what's what you what we are. Watching and if you look at any of the comments since the weekend and the viewing figures, they're not great. And the, the general perception is this is really artificial and the crowd, the artificial crowd noise, sort of masks, the the vacuum, there's the evacu- no no crowd at all. But they, does- they could have resolved this by just playing, putting all the program, all the data into FIFA and playing that out because it's going it to be a very random ending to season. I mean, maybe the top two or three teams, their form might persist all the way through. But that Liverpool Everton game last night was terrible. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But it, it doesn't. It doesn't help that the chat that the the league was essentially over. I mean, I think we might feel very, very different. At, you know, not us necessarily personally, but the country football fans might have felt very different about it if there was two points in it between Man City and Liverpool at the top. You know. Yeah. Um, and there really was a, a, a title race. Um, there is no title race, so um, they could easily <laughs> you know, just might as well just have awarded it to Liverpool, really, because they yeah. were ob- so obviously going to win it.
0: Mm,
1: um, yes. And and it's you know if 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 the only really exciting thing, and I think it is going to be exciting in the sense that the relegation thing is going to go to the wire.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, That's you know often the football involved in that is for the neutral is is not very good. So yeah, know, yeah. I'm I'm with you in a way but uh, they 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 were always going to do this because
0: because they couldn't afford to lose all no. that all that Yeah. yeah. I agree. And and if you listen to the comments of the managers um uh, Guardiola and Nuno Sanchez also said this isn't football without a crowd this is really is not a no, a- no. A terrible no. experience. I mean and if you turn if you watch it with the sound off it really is peculiar, you know, and it must be for the players. It must be really alienating, strange, alienating, and and it must be hard to get your mind set into it being actually a competitive game and not a friendly or or a practice game.
2: Yes, it's it strange. Yeah, it's it's but, sort of um. Uh, you know, on paper, the idea of like we had this enforced break, but now we're going to come up with this intense burst—a kind of mini tournament—again feels exciting, but it isn't because the games individually are so soulless and kind of sterile, and they're just the players. Just it feels like a training game to them, and they can't, you know, can't get going. It's it, you know that you know, certainly our game and the couple I've watched have been—they feel like there's an intensity missing in them.
0: And I think if we come if we come unstuck from this and get relegated, I think I, I sort of it's not so much I don't care. I think it's such an artificial set uh, of circumstances. Being relegated in this situation isn't the travesty isn't isn't going to be like the travesty if, if, if it had happened when we were playing in front of crowds. And do you yeah. understand what I'm I'm saying there? I just think this is I don't think I'm going to watch many games at all. I find it very difficult to watch it because no. because of the stupid. Uh, FIFA crowd sounds and then with they turn the sound off that just seems really soulless I don't know what I'm watching I may as well watch it with the sound off completely yeah. um, I think and I think they're going to get very disappointing viewing figures for all the games because most people are just saying this is a horrid experience Yeah, not sure That's I true. care actually yeah. at the end of the yeah. day football is more important than anybody's health <laughs>
2: Well, you know they're coming. They're sort of coming thick and fast, and it has the shape of a tournament, but it's not a tournament because they're not knocking each other out. So they just keep playing. So you go, oh, on telly tonight is Leicester versus Southampton, and then on telly tomorrow night is Wolves versus Brighton, and people are going, "Uh, uh, yeah, sure, okay. I think you're going. I think you're
0: going to get quite a lot of injuries as well. Yeah, same as happened in the Bundesliga you're getting a lot of injuries because the players are just not uh, conditioned at all. You know, they was to jump straight back in at the deep end, in the heat and the hard, harder grounds.
2: Yeah. So I think exactly. you're gonna, you know,
0: woe before us, woe tied West Ham if, you know, if Haller gets, not that he's been a prolific striker, but yeah, without a recognised striker for the rest of the season, or Antonio, or anybody else who we think is key. It, like Haller,
1: it makes the signing the of jetty all the more baffling, doesn't it?
0: Yeah,
2: I we've see. got that um, silver guy as well, haven't we? We have well, got forwards on the bench, yeah.
1: yeah. He might get a chance, because I think he's looked quite decent, you know, in the little yeah. flashes we've seen of him. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously now, I think, above Ajeti in the in the pecking order, I assume. But was what on the was bench. that signing about? It makes no sense at all.
0: No, it was cover. I mean, it looked like no one had ever watched him. Oh, well,
1: yeah. 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 Yeah, it did, yeah, absolutely, it did look like that.
0: One player I think we'll never see in a shirt again, because I don't think his contract is being renewed beyond next Tuesday, will be Carlos Sanchez. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Hooray! Because yeah. he, he had that absolute stinker. Moyes More played Uh But he played in that game, and he was so bad. Moyes uh, was furious with him. I can't remember what game it was we lost at home. I think it was at home. I think it was an away game. But he was so poor. Yeah. Uh, and you, Moyes lost it. I think, and that's it. You won't see him again. He wasn't even on the bench.
2: No, no. I mean, you would think that um, we sort of
0: do, we
2: don't need him.
0: <laughs> um, do you think though, if we get this? Is, sorry, kind of beaten track, kind of uh, tangent here slightly. If we do get relegated, can we keep this time like Newcastle did? like uh, can we keep the nucleus of the squad, the best part of the squad and convince them to play for us for one more season, the better players, rather than having what happened in two thousand and eleven and two thousand and three, when yeah. the entire squad left?
1: <laughs> yeah, it depends it who in? those players
2: who we think those players. Yeah, are. It depends a, depends
1: a bit on their salability, to a certain extent, doesn't
2: it? I mean, you know. <laughs> I think that. and Antonio a of, are championship level players. I think you know, no, because of his age, of. And, and Antonio because of how good he is.
0: So to, I, we're going to see De- Declan Rice won't be playing for us next season. Whatever happens, we, we I think we have to we're all resigned to that. But I'd say the. M- majority of the rest of the squad you'd want to keep for the championship with a few exceptions of uh, you know, who would be, we, I think we, would be uh, uh, very all suited to the championship but yeah, well, you know Halaire, well, Suchek you know, Haller, Haller, Suchek, you know yeah, a lot of them the, the whole of the defense well I think Halaire would Haller
2: like to go um I think Diop will go. You know, the, yeah, the, yeah, there was definitely. a lot of heat around him last season with Manchester United interested in him. He's, as you know... It's he, cool it's a, because his form hasn't been as good, is it? No. Um, but I think, you know, funnily enough, I think scouts don't necessarily
0: know that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, think they should move heaven and earth to keep a lot of the players together, keep it together as a unit. Because I think you then have a good chance to bounce back if we are the right players. Whereas if you've got to totally rebuild a squad, in a in a, oh, this summer, this transfer window is going to be very short. It's going to probably be uh, September, maybe a bit into October. It's going to be very, very short. So you're going to have a very tough time to rebuild a squad if you let to release too many players.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, the sale of, of rice will just offset money lost. <laughs> when they they won't yeah. they not be able to reinvest that. They, that that'll go that will go to try and offset. And sure. The fact that we'll be so far so short of money, um, sure. but um, you've got Garner, who has done well in the championship, and he'll mm. he'll be a, a regular. If yeah. I think he'll be a regular in the squad next season, anyway. Mm.
2: Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't know who you know necessarily we'd be looking to keep, really, because I mean it is a it's a pretty poor t- team that doesn't really play very well, and um,
0: yeah. and with the with what's happened with the managers. I think you can't really. They're not just a bunch of useless players. I'd keep the whole defence for a start, except the two keepers. Um, Fredericks, is, uh, the three central defenders, uh, left back. Well, I just keep don't. Keep we'll, I
2: don't think we'll keep Diop. I don't think that's up. You know, these things aren't up to us, are they? I don't think we'll keep Diop. He'll go. We might keep a twenty-eight, twenty-nine-year-old Balbuena, mm. who currently sort of can't get in the team, and has put in some really poor performances um you know og bonner might you know could conceivably stay but i, I sort of if he's nearing the end of his career he may well want to go back he'll to get his- one
1: big payday won't he as well yeah yeah
2: um you know cresswell yeah fredericks maybe so um, he's a good championship player i think yeah, no yeah. Balls, these guys are like no. These guys are old. They're like thirty something. These these guys yeah. we might keep. We'll keep because they're old.
1: Yeah, Suchek's yeah. on loan. He'll go back. They won't.
0: Yeah, it'd be ideal in the championship.
1: Maybe
2: yeah, he won't. Know. He, he's, he's, you know, Antonio in the championship would be a handful. You know, he would.
0: I, I mean, I'm. I've been watching some of uh, Robert Banks's I've been through the lockdown to get through part of the reason way to get through it, I've been watching all the, the season reviews from the eighties. I'm up to two thousand and five, two thousand and six now. And I think you forget what a what a superb and uh, Antonio like player Marlon Harewood was. Yeah. Or Antonio I think is like Harewood, but but maybe a little bit less as a centre forward, but you know He's not
1: a goal scorer in the same way, is he in quite the same way? He
0: hasn't got a very good shot. No. no, but he's a uh, an aggressive, strong ox-like, yeah, unpredictable, th- fast player.
1: I think Sergio sure, you- would go to a lower half Premier League team. I don't think he. I don't think he'd play in the Championship. He's had a sniff of England. Um, he's he's he is effective I mean, he's our most effective player this season. He's quick. He's powerful. He's. he's he, um, I think he would go to a, he would, you know, if they stay up, he'd go to a Brighton or a Watford or a oh, Burnley, something like that. Palace. palace.
0: Palace.
2: Yeah, Palace. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I took us down a quite a depressing path and we shouldn't really yeah. be contemplating that. I apologise.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're talking about what's well, um, going to happen. No,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. We really have to wrap this up, uh, uh, sort of fairly imminently. So um, we've got a uh, Spurs tomorrow night. So what yeah. do we think? Well, we might have uh, two games to predict the scores. We've got. Are we playing Saturday? No, yeah. next. No, we're not. The next Chelsea game is next Wednesday. Next, next Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Yeah. So we just got one game to talk about Spurs. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, we we've got to have a reaction. Um. And as we say, I mean, I think you know, possibly uh, a, 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 an away day might be better
0: for us. Mm. Are we doing predictions? Yeah. Uh, can I go first? Sure. Yeah. I'd be really, really happy if we got a draw. Yeah. Um, one all, but uh, it, <laughs> one all would be good. Jim,
1: uh, I, I think they'll, I think they'll, I think they'll beat
0: us comfortably. Right. you know. Like, City are beating Burnley 4-0 right now. Are they, mate? And it's only five minutes into the second half.
2: Oh, dear. Um, yes. Uh, I mean, it was sort of interesting if, uh, you know, Liverpool only managed to draw yesterday. City seemed to have found the winning habit sort of straight away. It would be funny if it became quite close at the end. If, Liverpool,
0: I, 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 sort of, if Liverpool, Liverpool had won just, a game, Liverpool haven't won for four games or something,
2: haven't they? Yeah, if Liverpool had sort of lost their mojo, you know, and... Yeah, their uh, rubbish. Lost... <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Anyway, so... Um, uh, I might say nil-nil.
0: Oh, that's going to be a wow. really awful thing to watch, isn't it? Nil-nil, oh, clinging on for about yeah. 40 minutes, getting battered in the last 10 minutes.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I I think our season comes down to, to making three of those games against you know Villa, Watford, yeah. Norwich. Yeah. Uh, then, and that might be enough, nine points, so it's the 36. It might It'll be close enough that we win three games.
0: Yeah,
2: be, yeah, yeah, and pick up a point here and there.
0: I think
2: that'll be yeah. enough. Yeah, um, I mean, those are you know, again, those those noble defeats we had. You know, one one aspect of them was that we really did keep going, even though we lost those games. We we were battering Arsenal towards the end of that game oh, where yeah, they, won that. you know, should have should have won that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the team that played on Saturday is n- no relation to that team that played before, um, before the enforced break. And, you know, a n- if it was nil-nil tomorrow, the team that played on Saturday will just be clinging on desperately with like 10 men in the six-yard box trying to stop them scoring. And it's such a shame because what was starting to be good about that team was, was it kind of was a little bit balls-out attack. You know, yeah. well company.
1: hopefully we can get back to that but I mean there'll be more room to play against the top of the team and the Wolves are very tight aren't they very well organised yeah, and, uh, yeah. very solid at the back um, it's, a, it's always a bit more of an open game so yeah we'll, we'll see but I think they'll win it we'll
2: yes alright well uh, on that slightly depressing note uh, <laughs> uh, and this has been Stop Hammer Time my name's Phil Whelans with me have been Jim Grant cheerio and Pete Ward Good night. Come on, you Irons. Wasn't that a great podcast?
1: Now, if you've got 90 seconds spare in your day, come and listen to ours. It's called What Has He Said Now? and is available wherever you got this podcast.
0: You're going to lose a number of people to the flu.
1: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast
2: at westhampodcast.com.
0: Sports Social
2: Podcast Network.